Welcome to the podcast that teaches you how to transform your life and your business. Here is your host, Rick Hyland, and this is CI for Life. Okay, welcome to another CI for Life podcast. My special guest today is Orly Waba, the CEO of LifeFest Inside. Orly, welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you so much, Rick. It's really a pleasure to be here. Yeah, I am, uh, looked at your material and your videos, and I'm, I'm very excited for you to tell us about it. But um, let me give a little bit of background before I ask you to share your background and uh, have this podcast. I, um, as many of the listeners know, we've been talking a lot about goals and setting up 2021 for success and doing a project review or a life review, if you will, from 2020 and all the lessons of uh, that challenging and change year. And then people have been setting intentions and goals for this year. And one of mine was, and I mentioned this to you just before we went on air, but one of mine was to, uh, uh, I said it kind of in a 30 day challenge or a 30 day chunk is to practice service and random acts of kindness every day for the first 30 days of the year and try to get as many different people and as many different uh, ways to do random acts of kindness as I could. And then the, as I set that intention and went public on my Facebook group, Crush Your Goals, uh, the next morning I got an email from Morley saying, why don't we do a podcast together? So I am so thrilled that you're going to help us through this topic. But Orly, before we jump in, tell tell us a little bit about your uh, background and history. For sure. So I was a, a middle school teacher for seven incredible uh, life-transforming years. I really miss my, my years teaching every single day. And my my you know within class, it wasn't just about teaching facts and figures. It was about empowering my students to recognize the beauty in themselves, so that they can come to recognize it and see it within others. And about Nine years ago, almost 10 years, my goodness, I decided to take a leap of faith and I left my job teaching. It was supposed to be just for the year to pursue a greater goal, a greater dream I had in my heart ever since I was a little four-year-old kid. And it was a dream of wanting to bring people together through the power of kindness and helping people see beyond the differences. So I took that leap of faith. My students were a very big part of giving me that courage and that push to go ahead and do my all. And I said, I'm going to see what happens if I put my all into this dream. And it started with a, a short film that I created. I had a background in film production and I wanted to show people the ability that kindness had to go from one person to the next. And I shot this film. I was so nervous and I hadn't done film in many years. I, I put the film it. online yeah. and it just went crazy viral. And so I started Life Vest Inside, which is a nonprofit organization on a mission to inspire, empower, and educate people of all backgrounds to lead a life of kindness and to recognize that our greatest life fest, our greatest strength is right there within ourselves. Yeah, well said. And you you were born and raised in Brooklyn and now live in Jerusalem. Is, is that accurate? Yes, I was born in Brooklyn, lived there my whole life. About two years, two years ago, I uh, came out to Jerusalem again. It was supposed to be just a year adventure. It's yeah. funny how so many of the things in, in you know in my life, and I find this to be with many people as well, started off as just you know you're testing you're testing the uh, testing the ground out, and it ended up being a life decision. This past March, I, I moved here uh, for good. But I grew up in Brooklyn, uh, went to school there, and then was a teacher in the school where I was actually a student. So, okay. uh, you know that was fantastic. Very good. Well, I'm so thrilled again to have you on the podcast. So let's jump into the topic. And 
start us out with uh, what are the benefits as you see it for kindness and, you know, and service and giving to others? So I'll tell you, you know, when a person, if you think for a second, okay, think about an act of kindness that you've engaged in, an act of giving that you engaged in. Mm-hmm. And the likelihood is you've engaged in one of them today. How does it make you feel? We, we actually feel amazing. We feel awesome when we're engaging in acts of kindness. Now, there is scientific evidence behind this that when you're engaging in act of kindness and giving, it actually increases endorphins, your oxytocin. And so it does make you happier. There are many, many links. And I have a short film called The Science of Kindness, which actually shows you all of these scientific benefits of kindness. But I want to go a little bit deeper there. More than that, I believe that it's when a person is engaging in act of kindness and giving, they're coming to be validated for the right reasons, recognizing that you don't need to be the fastest guy, the smartest guy, the wealthiest guy, the prettiest to, in order to make an impact. The truth of the matter is all you need to do is be you. Because when you're giving to somebody and you, and you bring a smile to another person's face, my goodness, it, it, it feels incredible because we say, wow, I just brought happiness to that person. I just made that person, that person's day. And all I needed to be was me. And this is really uh, uh, the core and the essence, in my opinion, behind why kindness is so powerful. It is the greatest tool to empower a person to recognize their value. And in my opinion, I think one of the biggest issues that we're facing as a society is that there, people are dealing with a lack of self-esteem and self-value, not realizing that they're enough, constantly looking at others, comparing themselves with others, and just wondering, how come they have this? How come they have that? We look at these perfectly you know, tweaked pictures on social media, and we believe that that's, an, that's another person's life, and we question where we are, we question our value. And so the greatest way is until you come to love you, until you truly embrace you for who you are, the flaws and all, it's very hard to be able to love and to give kindness outwards. Because I always say, being kind to others is easy, actually. It's part of our human nature. Yeah. What's hard is being kind to ourselves, is actually looking at the person in the mirror every day and loving that person. That's actually really hard. So if you don't love you, if, you don't, if a person doesn't recognize their value, how can they possibly come to really recognize the value in others? If we want to see a, a, you know, unkindness decrease in the world, what we need to increase is our sense of self-value and self-love. Yeah, really well said on both accounts, the self-love and the benefits. I'm reading a book right now that just confirms and reinforces exactly what you're saying. I'll, I'll ask you for your comment on it, but it's a, a high recommend for the listeners. It's uh, Think Like a Monk, Train Your Mind for Peace and Purpose Every Day. And I believe the author's print name is pronounced Jay Sheeti. And uh, basically in the back of the book, which, uh, it's a chapter on service. The subtitle is Plant Trees Under Whose Shade You Do Not Plan to Sit, which is a, a cool saying. And he goes on to say that the highest purpose is to live in service. And that's what you've been talking about and your organization does. And then he talks about in his book, Orly, four basic benefits. And I think you've talked about all of them, actually. Um, The four basic benefits, service connects us, service amplifies gratitude, service increases compassion, Mm -hmm. and service builds self-esteem. Any comment on any thoughts there from uh, Think Like a Monk? A hundred percent. I mean, that is so, it's so spot on um, that when you're giving to others, not only are 
you know, it's, it's the concept of when you're giving, not only are you seeing, you're also seeing things that you're, you know, talking about gratitude. We come, we tend to see the things that we should be grateful for. Now, gratitude is a very, very important, as a very important aspect, because generally when you're servicing others, right, maybe those people are less fortunate than you. Maybe they're going through something very difficult. Generally, when we're helping somebody that is less fortunate than, than us, we're going through something difficult. You know what it does to us? It makes us stop and realize, my goodness, I need to be, I need to be grateful for everything I have in my life because in a moment it could be taken. You might be speaking to somebody that is going through a hard time in terms of their health. Suddenly after you talk to them or you do something for them, your appreciation for your own health increases. Why? Because we come to realize, wow, those are the things that really make a difference. And you see gratitude leads to a happier life for one very specific reason. The more that we, we express gratitude in our, in our lives, and if we start our day with gratitude, actually waking up, and this is something I do, waking up and listing the things that you're grateful for, even the, thing, the smallest things, even if you feel you have nothing else to be grateful for, simply the ability to, to have air in your lungs is a reason to be grateful. We feel that now more than ever in this 2020 year where health has been on the line, basically. You know, the ability to walk, the ability to talk. These are small things that we think are small, but they're really tremendous. The more that we can express gratitude for things, the more fulfilled our life is. And when we express gratitude, the universe sends us more reasons to be grateful. You know, we are magnets in this world. And what we put out there is very much what we attract. So if if we're thinking constantly negatively or looking at all the negative that's happening in the world, more reasons to feel that sense of negativity will come our way. It's like, it's the same reason why if you wake up in the morning, right. And you have this crazy, you know, crazy, terrible morning, you know, you miss the bus and then you stepped in a big puddle and who knows what else happened. And you just say, Oh, it's gosh, it's one of these days. And the more you say that, the more it actually becomes one of those days. But the opposite is also true. We have that power to draw that positivity to us. And what it is, it's a choice. It's a choice that we make at every single moment. Is it easy? Of course, it's not easy, but it's a choice still the same. Uh, so I, I absolutely love that. I, I, you know, specifically the part on gratitude to me, it's, it's such a huge thing. Yeah, no, I, I uh, for the same reasons, uh, a few years ago, started the gratitude practice and writing it down every morning. And it's difficult to measure but I also see the benefits of uh, uh, practicing gratitude for both thinking about others and helping others. And as you say, self-compassion and self-love uh, first, and then we can uh, share and be kind to others. I want to run one more study by you and get your comment. Um, in my book, Live Your Purpose, I, I uh, did a study with 1,400 people from five countries. And basically, um, I was after both the productivity angle, success angle, and the happiness angle. And on the happiness side, it was very interesting. And uh, one of the reasons we're talking today, but as I talked and I looked at these 1400 people and looked at the data and I, I analyzed the people that said they were in the highest category of happiness. I had a five point scale. And I looked at the number one correlating factor for those people was they live in daily service. And I didn't ask what and why and how and any of those detailed questions that I wish I would have, but the number one correlating factor for extreme or higher happiness was service and regular service. Uh, 
that fits nicely with uh, your mission and purpose, doesn't it? So much. I got to tell you, you know, the name of the organization is called Life Vest Inside. And okay. people, always, people always laugh when they hear, they said, I don't understand. How does your organization connect to kindness? What does this mean? There's actual, there's a story behind the name. If we have a chance, I'll, I'll make yeah. sure that I, I tell it to you if we have a chance. But think about this, you know, what is the difference between a life vest that will keep somebody afloat and one that will allow someone to drown? Okay. There's only one thing that's the difference. And that's air. Right. Air. If you have a life vest that has no air in it, it's not going to help anybody. It's not going to, it's not going to save them. So what's the idea when we give from our air supply, right? When we're giving service, it's like we're giving a piece from ourselves, but not a giving a piece from ourselves where you're giving from a place of sacrifice. Giving should never feel like sacrifice. It should never deplete you. If a person's giving, and I hope that people understand, if you're giving ever feels like you're being depleted, that means you're giving from a place of weakness and you need to stop giving right away and you need to start giving internally. But giving from strength, feels like, like, a, like a candle. A candle can light many other candles, yet retain its flame. So this concept of the life vest, when you're giving air, when you're giving of yourself from this positive way, and you're blowing air into this vest, the more that you're giving in service, the stronger and stronger that life vest is becoming, not only to lift you up, but to be able to help you lift others up. That's what kindness really does. That's what service does. It is an air supply. It is what we're put here in this world to do. And it's because you just have to be you. You know, we are all, each and every one of us, I always say, is like another piece of a puzzle. Different shapes, right? Different colors. Yeah. But every single piece is the same size. You know, when you make a puzzle, if you're missing just one piece, no matter where that piece is, whether it's in the middle or in the side or whatever it is, if you're missing a piece, the likelihood is you're not going to take that puzzle Go take it to get framed and then hang it up on your wall. I might say, well, why? I have a thousand pieces. I'm only missing one piece. I have 999 other pieces. What's, why not? Well, because if one piece is not there, something is missing. That's what I believe about the people in this world. We are all another piece of the puzzle. We all have something that we can contribute into this world. That's just as important as everybody else. If we come to understand and recognize that there is a purpose for us, that you have air in your lungs this morning, you woke up, because there's something that you're meant to do today that nobody else can do. Suddenly we feel that greater sense, first of all, of responsibility, that greater sense of connectivity. And we realize that irregardless of the mistakes that we made yesterday and the day before, we have a blank canvas in front of us each day. The question is, how are we gonna to choose to paint that canvas? Uh, and so service, service lifts us up when we're very down. You know, very often when they say, when someone is, Think about this, okay? If you're going through a rough time and you end up connecting with a friend that's going through a similar rough time, people love giving advice. Why? They love giving hope. What does giving hope do to a person? Generally, we're speaking to ourselves when we're giving somebody else hope. Yeah. A friend of mine messaged me today and she was sitting and telling me about the importance of self-care. And she goes, Orly, I'm telling you this, but really I'm speaking to myself. myself. We tend to do this very, very often. So when we give service to others, what it's doing is it's really giving us back exactly what we need. It's mm -hmm. filling a part of ourselves that we need and that we maybe needed to be reminded of. And just like you said from the book that you quoted earlier, you know, you never know. You're planting seeds under, you know, you're not necessarily going to be sitting under the shade of that tree. 
but it's just putting that good out there into the world and trusting that it's going to end up hitting the people it needs to hit. And oftentimes in our world, that good ends up coming back to us, even when we least expect it. Like that boomerang, we send out something positive out into the world and you never know who it's going to reach, how it's going to touch them, uh, and when it's going to touch them at the moment that they, that they truly need. And oftentimes it comes back to us when we least expect it. Oh my goodness, the metaphors you're throwing out are amazing. The uh, life vest, the candle, the puzzle, the boomerang, and uh, in particular, that idea of the blank canvas to start each day anew, despite what happened yesterday. I love, love it all. Thank you. Um, so Orly, let's go and, and kind of brainstorm together some ideas on, so how can we make a difference with kindness and random acts of kindness and service? What, what ideas do you have for people? Do you have uh, ideas on your website? Uh, how would you yes. uh, help us get more creative? Well, there's loads, gr great question. Okay. So there's, uh, there's loads of resources that I'm going to just share with you. I'll go down a list right now of okay. resources that are there for you to utilize to help you incorporate this practice. But again, it's very important. I mentioned that you have to make sure that when you're giving, you're giving from a place of strength because sometimes, because kindness also is to ourselves, you know, uh, and we oftentimes forget that. So I, I have several resources. One, every day, Monday through Friday, I put out a, a, an email, a daily email called The Daily Kind. And in it, there, it's a short 30-second read. It has an act of kindness for the day, a positive affirmation, an inspirational quote, and then a kindness media showing you something positive happening some, somewhere around the world. And the idea is engaging in kindness comes from awareness. What do I mean by that? You know, if you ask anybody in this world, are you a kind person? I don't think you're going to find someone that's going to say, no, kindness, I, I don't really believe in that. Sorry, it's not for me. No one's going to tell you that. But because kindness is so broad, we need to give specifics so that we can start seeing the opportunities, right? It's all about increasing our awareness. It's the same way that, for example, if you're in the market for a specific car, right, you start seeing that car everywhere you look. I mean, it's everywhere. Now, it's not some sort of a magic trick. Again, this has to do with us being a magnet. When, just like when you put out your intention that you wanted to spend these next 30 days, the first beginning of the year in kindness, boom, something came your way. Yep. Now, again, it's because our eyes are more open and aware to things that we potentially may not have been aware of. So the Daily Kind is an amazing way to start your day, and you can sign up for that easily on the lifevestinside.com website. Okay. We also have another great resource, which is the Kindness Boomerang book. So the film that, that we created, that I told you I created, that went viral, reached well yep. over 100 million people globally, showing yep. an act of kindness going from one person to the next. This, uh, I created a book of the same name called Kindness Boomerang, okay. 365 uh, daily acts, um, basically, for each day of the year, an act, a quote, and then a short reflection on the power of paying it forward. And throughout the book, there are 12 categories of kindness whether it be kindness with yourself, in nature, in work, in your home, you know, with strangers, so on and so forth that repeat throughout the book. And I have to tell you, it's been amazing to hear how people have been utilizing this resource in their family, in their workspace, in schools. Uh, I've had parents reach out to me and say, they read, you know, they read to their, to their child before they go to sleep, they read them that act. It's a short, you know, 30, 60 second read. And then once a week, they have their child choose one of the acts from that week that they go and engage that, you know, they go together and engage in that specific act of kindness, which is so, so much fun. Now, of course, in today's world, 
you know, things have to be COVID friendly. We have to be mindful of what is, what is kindness and what isn't. It just goes to show us that even the term kindness can change based on the times, based on the culture. Um, it, it can really shift. So another resource that you have um, that I created, and it's a free resource, is uh, we have something called the Kindness Challenge. Mm. I, I launched this this past year for our annual Dance for Kindness, where we celebrate World Kindness Day. And it's a challenge that you can sign on and you get your first Kindness Challenge. They're very easy to do. They're all, it's all done virtually. And then it un, you get kindness points and badges, and then you unlock the next challenge and so on and so forth. And each month, we add on a new kindness challenge that you can engage in. And you can even offer your suggestions to be featured the following month. It's completely free to sign up. We have, it's such a beautiful platform. You can find out about it uh, at danceforkindness.com. It's part of our, our annual event uh, where you can learn about the kindness challenge. That's a great resource. And then we have loads of other resources on our website, um, on our store, including the book, our acts of kindness cards, uh, each card has a different act and you perform the act and then you pass the card on to someone else to keep the kindness going. But these are, these are, and there are so many more resources that you can utilize. One other that I'm going to mention, which to me is, is a super powerful platform. It's called Project Hope Exchange. This is one of our initiatives. Thanks. I spoke earlier about the fact that when we give hope, we get hope we've all experienced adversity in our own way, whether it be physical health, mental health, or life challenges. And one of the best proven ways to get hope is by giving hope. So through this platform online, you can record a 30 second anonymous audio message of hope based on an adversity that you faced or are currently facing. And then that message gets sectioned into a specific category, it's anonymous. So let's say for example, somebody went through God forbid, cancer, and they leave an audio message. That message is listened to by professionals. It's then placed into the proper category. And if somebody comes and clicks on physical health and clicks on the category, it'll sort through all of the audio messages from people that have either gone through that adversity or are currently going through it. And you can hear these 30 second nuggets of hope, these 30 second nuggets of kindness. Simply recording a 30 second message on this platform is a huge act of kindness because you never know who's going to hear it, when they're going to hear it, and how much they're going to need to hear it. Uh, so these are some of the resources you have through LifeFest inside. But it could be as simple, guys, it could be as simple as waking up in the morning and starting to list, even though you might think it's not how's it connected, it's gratitude, but gratitude and kindness are very much connected. Yes. Because being grateful is a kind act. And you know, to me, again, you need to fill up, you need to put on your life vest before you can put on the, per, the life vest of the person next to you, right? And in the case of an emergency, that's what they tell us. Because if you feel depleted, if you need it, you need to right now give to you. And then the giving is going to be able to come out to others in a much more powerful and, and, and a place from a place of strength. Hmm. Well said. Wow, those resources are amazing. And I know we connected on Facebook, but I'm going to, and, and I've been on your website, but I will get that book and um, sign up for those dailies. So uh, thank you for those insights. I just for the listeners benefit, Orly, and I'd like your comment on this. I know there's so many, but awareness, as you mentioned, is the key, right? When you buy the Ford truck, all of a sudden, everyone has a white Ford truck, but, and you love it, you know, exactly. 
you know, seven days ago when I made this intention, and I don't know if this list is brand new, but all of a sudden my mind is, as, uh, as you said, is just full of ideas. And I'll just read a few of them, even in the last week, and uh, get any comment or anything you want to add. But, uh, and again, remember, I'm in Utah. So shoveling snow for somebody, for a neighbor, um, yep. doing family history for somebody, holding my daughter's babies when they're tired, uh, phone call to parents, uh, free coaching calls, dog walks, uh, walk people's dogs. So walk and connect with others, COVID friendly, of course. Um, take in other people's garbages, uh, donate to good causes. Uh, I had somebody on Facebook suggest, and I love this idea, buy flowers at the local grocery store and then give it to somebody. <laughs> you don't even know, make their day, uh, make a meal for somebody was another idea. Uh, here's a simple one. Everybody on the walking or running trail in the morning, say hi to. Uh, thank you notes, uh, text or call somebody on their birthday, deliver a meal to a family or friend, happy birthday to acquaintances, um, show love and interest in people's lives and their kids' lives and be excited for their accomplishments. I mean, just little things. You are, I love these. I love these. You will love the Kindness Boomerang book. I mean, they're like 365 different acts uh, and, and so many of these are, are acts that appear there. That's for sure. Okay. But these are so, these are all so small and tangible. They're very easily able yes. for us to do, um, you know, and engage in. Yeah. And it's, it's simple things. It just takes awareness and intentionality as you've been talking about. So Orly, give us a peek into what's next for your organization and some of the things coming up. What do you envision? Amazing. So uh, so this this kind of challenge got launched just about a couple of months ago. It was supposed okay. to be, you know, it came about because we couldn't do our worldwide dance for kindness, our flash mob that we usually do each year in like 50 countries. We couldn't do it physically. So we have to come up with an alternate way for people to connect digitally. And that came to be. And so my goal now is to continue to to expand this throughout the course of the year that we're going to be adding new challenges each and every month. Uh, mm -hmm. One of the other things that we've been doing, and I'd love to get people involved in this, since the beginning, since the onset of COVID, I've been putting out these global video collaborations with people from around the world that submit their videos based on different topics. We just put one out uh, that just went out just a couple days ago. I got to send it to you. Okay. It's, it was called The Lessons of 2020. And you know, recognizing that the number 2020 prior to this year was actually connected to perfect vision. That's how we, when we heard 2020, yeah. you automatically thought of perfect vision. You didn't think about right. COVID. Right. And perhaps that was a, you know, gives us that ability to have a certain 2020 vision, perfect vision to see what really matter the things that really matter in our life. So we ask people from around the globe to share an inspiring lesson from 2020 and the responses we got were absolutely incredible. And so these video collaborations are things that we're doing on a regular basis. We have one coming up right now that each person can take part in. Uh, it's called a tribute to our elders where we're asking people to submit a short form video, 15 seconds, um, sharing a positive message, a lesson that they learned from their elder. Because we talk about respect your elders, but very often it's our elders that we really, you know, the seniors, and we lost many seniors this past year that we in a sense overlook. Um, and so we have many di different digital collaborations coming up, videos of this nature. We've had 33 countries take part in our collaborations and you can potentially represent your specific city or your specific country. Um, you can, the best way to really get involved in that is 
whether you sign on to our newsletter or you sh can shoot me an email directly at orly at lifevestinside.com. And then I can send you the details. One of the other things we have coming up is we're doing a monthly dance party. This is crazy how this came to be. So each year I run an event in November to celebrate World Kindness Day called Dance for Kindness. It is the largest global flash mob that takes place around the world. Uh, we have it in over 50 countries, 120 cities, all on the same day. This year we did it digitally. And so people were dancing with us digitally. And while we were on, we said, my goodness, dance makes us feel so good. When you move and you're connecting with others, it really does bring a sense of connection. There's scientific evidence behind that as well. So we said, why not each month, we're gonna put out a dance that people can learn over the course of the month. And then we're all gonna join on via Zoom from wherever we are in the world that one time a month to do the dance together with our head choreographer and then to be able to share and to, and to connect with each other for about a half hour or so after the dance is over. And people were super excited about it. And so we're launching our first dance party. It's going to be the very beginning of February. I'm gonna be putting up the video, the dance video uh, within the next week. And each month, we're gonna choose a different style of dance so that we can learn different cultures and connect with one another. So that's, the, that's gonna be really exciting that we have coming up as well. Mm, wow, super exciting. I just love your mission. So maybe in closing, Orly, and again, thank you so much for joining and, and for your mission that you're doing. Tell us, uh, is there anything else we can do to help and say one more time where we can uh, find out more? Well, definitely if you go to lifevestinside.com, that's the, the main umbrella for the organization. You'll see all of the different initiatives we have there to sign up for the newsletters, to check out our store. All of the funds go directly to the nonprofit. I am a full-time volunteer for the organization. We are completely volunteer run. Um, so you can, whether you make a donation, whether you purchase a kindness book or kindness cards, that, that's totally, that, that would be amazing. Otherwise, you can also check out danceforkindness.com. That's where you'll see information about the kindness challenge. And you'll also see information about the dance party, uh, which will be the dance party will be posted over the, the coming week. Uh, so that's where you can go. And of course, you can email me or Lee at lifevestinside.com. I answer all my emails and you can connect with us via social media. Mm, awesome. Yeah, I just love what you're doing and, and uh, uh, so exciting, all the different initiatives. Uh, really appreciate you spending time with us today and Orly, all the best. Thank you so much. Yeah, I really appreciate it. This has been another CI for Life podcast. Until next time, live a life of sustainable, continuous improvement. Goodbye.